family to From Stop to Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. Please hit that thumbs up button and subscribe to, to our YouTube channel and share this video podcast with your friends, ladies and gentlemen. We ask that you do this because we want others to know that we're here. Help make this video go viral by posting this on your Facebook page, your Instagram page, and your Twitter page. This video podcast is available in three forms, audio, video, and as a written text in order for us to reach our audience. In order to follow along with my presentation, I strongly recommend everyone on my Facebook friends list to please exchange emails with me so that I can email you everything I do online. Also, I would like for my listeners to follow me on my Medium page. This is where I post my actual speech. I also provide my sources under Show and Prove. I recommend that you watch the video clips I provide to fully understand what's happening in America. I use this platform to interact with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups by giving black business owners free airtime to promote their products and services. I give people in the faith community an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and ordinary law-abiding citizens an opportunity to share their special talents and skills to my listeners from around the globe. After the show, I offer my guest speakers an incentive by teaching them how to create their own podcast and YouTube channel to help them earn extra revenue during COVID-19. I also assist people on my friends list with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships and grants, housing and legal services all for free. I want to produce things that like films and black businesses. I don't want to be online begging. For me, I want to exchange something of value. My thing is if I am going to ask for something, then I'm going to have a product or service behind it. Upcoming events. Please mark, I would like to personally invite everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups to our next Facebook Live event Thursday, November 10th. We're celebrating Gracam 31st anniversary. Theme, Embracing the Global African Awakening for this Nehemiah Assignment. Time from 2 p.m. through 5 p.m. American Central Time, 3 p.m. Canadian Time, 8 p.m. West African Time, 9 p.m. South African Time, 10 p.m. East African Time, and 8 p.m. UK Time. If you would like to be on the panel, just send me a message to my Facebook inbox for additional information. If you are unable to participate, then please share my Facebook Live event with your friends and leave a public comment about the topic on my YouTube page and on my Facebook page. This will help get the ball rolling. The reason why we are hosting these monthly virtual conferences is to encourage our listeners from around the globe to support our film project. The proceeds from the film will put me in a better position financially to hire qualified black middle class professionals, buy office equipment, and purchase property for our Christian business, Grakai of Chicago, 
which stands for the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago. Eventually, we will launch our African and Caribbean tours so that we can reconnect the diaspora with continental Africans from my African group, Gakai of Africa. We aim to set up chapters in 10 African nations so that we can host international trade among our people. This will be a win-win for our people who are trapped in American ghettos because we can sell our films, artwork, and music to our brothers and sisters on the continent. In contrast, I will bring the best of the diaspora with me during our African trips to meet African entrepreneurs who will sell their products like beauty supplies, artwork, food, etc. This will also help improve the African economy because black Americans as a collective have $1 trillion spending power. My film project is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group in America. Instructions on how to participate on the show. First, watch my video podcast. This is called Side A. After I finish my presentation, then I will open up the phone lines through Facebook Messenger. This is called Side B. You can interact with me in real time either by voice call, by clicking on the phone icon, or by video call, by clicking on the camera icon. Today's topic of discussion is as follows. How can we reduce urban violence in black America? Exposing black voters matter and Kanye's West Negro wake-up call. Our first topic, how can we reduce urban violence in black America? I believe that God is using me and my experience for this, for a time as these, for the sake of global unity among black people and African people. Like it or not, the world operates on a racial-based system. The white supremacist financial elite does not care if you are a black Christian, a black Muslim, Hebrew Israelite, Moor, or Nuwabian. At the end of the day, we're all black to them. The global African family must confront this issue head on if we want to survive on this planet. We know each other's stories and thanks to African scholars and black scholars. Now through technology, we can communicate with one another in real time through our smartphones and on the internet. The grassroots community activist movement will take the lead in building a global financial base in America, Africa, the Caribbean, and Brazil through our Christian business, Gracayo Chicago. Over the weekend in Chicago, Gill Park community, there was a drive-by shooting which injured 14 people, including a three-year-old, and one person was hit by a car fleeing from the gunshots. I learned about another young rapper named Takeoff, who was a member of the Mingos. He was murdered in Houston, Texas. When you talk about how terrible the African-American community has become, notice all of the excuses on why it's like that instead of taking talking about fixing the problem. Only black people can solve black problems in the black community. Next Thursday, November 10th, will mark 31 years that I have been pushing my vision and plan on how 
we can solve black issues in America and still to this day I have little to no support. Therefore, I'm reaching out to the black immigrant community in America, those who are from Africa and the Caribbeans, to come forth and work with me and turn in my vision and plan into a reality for the sake of our children and our community. I cannot build Gurkayo Chicago alone. It takes a team to make a dream work. What is a vision? A vision is the ability to think about a plan, the future with imagination or wisdom. Through our Second Chance program, we will welcome ex-offenders for nonviolent crimes to be part of our Christian business. We will also welcome former gang members and homeless individuals within the community to be part of us. We will offer anger management programs to help black males learn how to deal with conflict in order to reduce urban violence in our community. There are two things that we need to change in the African-American community. First, dealing head-on with this toxic hip-hop culture. Secondly, we have to focus on building up our economic base, which is the black community. Aren't you tired of hearing rappers promoting drug use and drug dealing? When you have economic and political power, then you can eliminate economic disparities and focus on obtaining economic mobility. Economic independence has to be an important part of our culture. 80% of Af the African American community is headed by single black mothers, which is a national emergency. We have a lot of self-sabotaging going on in our community. It stems from fear, trauma, the feeling of unworthlessness. In Gurkayo, Chicago, we will heal collectively. On the one hand, the diaspora will heal from the scars of enslavement, and continental Africans will heal from colonization. One of our objectives is to connect with the black immigrant community in Chicago. Many black immigrants do not want to get involved with the African-American community because of the negative stereotypes of black Americans. Those stereotypes of black America becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. This is why black immigrants create their own communities based on the region from their homeland. For example, people from Nigeria have created a Nigerian community. People from Ghana have created a Ghanaian community. And people from Ethiopia have created a Ethiopian community. Black immigrants come to the United States of America to have a better life and to provide for their families. I am not mad about that. What I am trying to do through my Christian business, Gurkai of Chicago, is to focus on our similarities rather than our differences. Before I cut and run to Africa, I have to get black Americans and black immigrants to work with me in building Gurkai of Chicago so that we can do international trade among our people within 10 African nations, starting in South Africa. Black men view each other as competitors rather than trying to collaborate with one another. That's the main problem we face as black people. We are the only group of people whose musicians are murdered over nonsense. If Takeoff was killed by a white man, then black people would unify about that. But when 
is done by one of our own, then we make excuses for that behavior. We have many black authors, including myself, who are trying to give solutions on solving black issues in America. But if black people don't read, then things will remain or get worse. We allow a subculture of a subculture to give black criminals and degenerates a pass to create havoc in the black community. What I'm trying to do through Grakayo Chicago is to create a counterculture with high standards within the black community. I lack two things, the manpower and the capital. This is why I wrote my revised book, quote, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America, second edition, in order to generate capital. It takes capital to start a business. My revised book has been on Amazon for 10 years, and yet it's still barely selling. I created a virtual store in order to generate capital for my nonprofit faith-based community advocacy organization, yet very few items are sold. I use my online talk show to help raise awareness about our cause, help stop the genocide in American ghettos. I created several groups, both Christian and secular, in order to mobilize like-minded black people and like-minded African people across the United States and abroad to help spread my message to the black masses. My film project is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group here in America. As I stated in my revised book, when it comes to solutions for this hood stuff, we have to create legitimate jobs for our black youth. Through our Christian business, we will offer stipends to local black youth and black youth from around the country who are members to be in our films, stage plays, music videos, etc. If you look at the previous generations of black Americans, they had a higher standard of morality and traditional values than our current generation. This organization is my gift to black millennials and Generation Z. Your cam is about solving black issues in the 21st century on a domestic front and also on an international front. Please leave a public comment on my Facebook page and on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Our second topic, exposing black voters matter. Black voters matter is not a grassroots organization that's trying to get black Americans to register to vote. They're funded by Democrat donors and their aim is to get black people to vote for Democrats only. One of my group members texted me a website called Black Voters Matter. I provide the link on my medium transcript under show and prove. I notice every time there's an election an election coming up, then all of a sudden these black organizations we never heard of start popping up everywhere. I heard of Latasha Brown. She is bought and paid for by the white supremacist financial elites. She is the co-founder of Black Voters Matter. When you are a nonprofit organization, your filings will be public. I always say follow the money trail. 
There is an economy for the black vote. Their job is to mislead black voters and get us to vote for Democrats. Let's look at their 990 filings. I understand why Roland Martin is tripping about the new black voices of media because we are warning our people ahead of the election about people like him who are Democrat shields. They want to undermine our interests. Just think about it. Prior to the Biden get into office, Roland had only an average studio, but as soon as Biden got into office, all of a sudden, Roland starts upgrading with a new studio because he sold black people out for cash money. What did the Democrat Party do for black people in the last two years? They gave the Asians a hate crime bill. They gave Afghan refugees and Ukrainian refugees resources. They also gave the LBGT community resources and illegal Latino immigrants who don't belong on the soil resources and medical care from taxpayer from American taxpayers while a majority of black citizens are homeless in LA. Let's look at Black Voters Matter website. Click on the link and then click on where it says our work. Scroll down to Federal 990 filing. Then click on 2018. Notice under summary it says our goal is to increase power in our communities through effective voting. We increase voter registration and help develop voting infrastructure and to pursue policies that expands access to the ballot. They are telling the IRS Black Voter Matters is just trying to register people to vote, but according to The Hill, quote, Democrats need black voters time to campaign and spend accordingly, unquote. 2018, their first filing, they received $1.8 million. Scroll down to revenue number number eight. 2019, they, their 990 filing, they received $5 million. 20, 2020, they, their 990 filing, they received $10 million. On this article from The Hill, they are claiming to be grassroots. No, grassroots receive, no grassroots receive that much funding on their tax return. Black Voter Matter is a Democrat front group. They are using the word black to mislead black people in voting for Democrat Democratic candidates. A lot of black Americans are upset with illegal Latino immigrants coming over here, yet a majority of black Americans continue to vote for the Democrats who promote open border policies. Secondly, black Americans are so invested in trying to get the Democrats to do something for us instead of embracing my vision and plan, which is about promoting black economic empowerment through building Urquiza Chicago for ourselves and as a collective, but black people don't want to do that. Truth, truth be told, a lot of black people like being oppressed. They care less about 
obtaining economic and political power. Many black Americans care more about the Democratic Party than they do about the black community. Where is the concern for the many of these black youth who was murdered due to senseless, senseless violence? Where is the concern for us not having our own grocery stores, our own schools, our own restaurants in the black community? The majority of the African-American community is looking for a savior in the form of a Democrat. The worst thing we are doing as a collective of people is to continue to beg the Democrats to do right by us. Tell the Democrats to ask all the people who they gave resources to to vote for them. No tangibles, no vote. We want reparations and an and a anti-black hate crime bill, point blank. Please leave a public comment on my Facebook page and on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Our third topic, Kanye West Negro Wake Up Call. I was one of the people who was offended when Kanye said slavery was a choice. The reason why slavery had to end is because of all of the uprisings and slavery's votes. Now he is promoting White Lives Matter shirt. White Americans don't have to worry about voting rights. White Americans don't have to worry about having to talk to their children about how to conduct themselves around police. White Lives Matter is codified in the U.S. Constitution. If I had the money, like Kanye West, I would just focus on building my fashion empire. I would build my manufacturing company in Africa for my clothing line, which would create jobs for local Africans. We would also do trade with Black America, the Caribbean, and Brazil. Kanye West faced backlash and lost a number of sponsors and partnerships, including his collaboration with Adidas and Gap after making anti-Semitic remarks about the Jewish people. He had $140 million in Chase Bank. They decided to close his account. If I was him, I would look for black-owned banks to do business with. As We as black people tend to cancel our own people, but we don't cancel white supremacy. We don't cancel Asian businesses that disrespect our black queens. We don't cancel Arabs who flood our community with liquor stores. We were the only group of people in America that was enslaved by the United States government. Japanese Americans received reparations after World War II. American Indians received annual reparations from the American government. The state of Israel received 8 to $10 billion from the American government. Yet their Holocaust didn't happen in America. It took place in Germany. When it comes to the people who build the United States of America, the white supremacist financial elite still use black people as a commodity to fund the prison industrial complex. According to the University of Ottawa in, in Canada, they claim the United States government owes descendants of American slaves $50 trillion. The Biden administration has already gave Ukrainian over $80 billion. We should 
receive our just due because everyone else received theirs. Dr. John Henry Clark talked about the disease among black people called eagle starvation. They are giving Kanye a public corporate lynching. Donald Sterling was not treated this way. He was asked to sell his team for billions, billions of dollars. They are legislating and prosecuting Kanye by black, blackballing certain black celebrities to make make an example out of them. To my knowledge, he has never expressed any type of Holocaust denial. We're seeing in real time what economic punishment looks like. When you have a powerful lobbyist group targeting someone because they don't like what he said, whatever happened to freedom of speech. This is why it's so important for us as black people to get on code. When Ariel Emanuel says he wants companies to stop doing business with Kanye, they heed. It did not take him 31 years to get his group to work with him. The reason why I created this video podcast is to discuss these types of issues. Over here, we're trying to build an economic base for black people by getting our financial support from the black grassroots and from the global African family. This should be a lesson to these so-called black celebrities. They are in the pockets of the white supremacist financial elites. Nick Cannon experienced the same thing a year ago. Jewish people are on cold. Being on cold means having control over something. They will never tolerate any group disrespecting their community or their people. We have to be the same way. What is the problem when Nick Cannon and Kanye West says black people are the original Jews? When Rachel Don Donazel claim that she is transracial, nothing happens. She was put on CNN and all over international media. When black people cross that line based on religion, then it becomes a problem. You got a bunch of idiots on the internet trying to perform, but won't talk with Ariel Emanuel in person. The white Jewish community is saying they are the only Jews. Africans are still fighting to have Ethiopian Jews to be recognized. We're not being anti-Semitic. The fact is the Jewish community is a powerful group. The majority um, movie studios in Hollywood were created by Hungarian Jewish immigrants. That's not hate. That's, that's a fact. Family, we got to learn how to work together. That's what I've been trying to do for the past 31 years. We need to get on code first by supporting this film project and by getting my revised book on that bestsellers list so that way people would take our call serious. This will prove that black America um, is serious about solving our issues in America. These other groups are on code with one another and their code is against us. We're up against a system called white supremacy. For example, in New York City, if you 
offend an Asian person, you can be hit with a hate crime without physically touching touching a person. How crazy is that? A lot of black people put these black celebrities on a pedestal. What the white supremacist financial elites is doing to Kanye financially, we better take notice. Ryan Fest wanted to do a charity for Chicago to help improve the black neighborhoods. Kanye turned his back on the kids and on the black community. Kanye West was in business with many Jewish business people. Why would you pick a fight with people you just signed a billion dollar contract with? The killing part is Kanye is not on Team Black. He is only looking out for himself. He is not fighting against white supremacy. He is he is targeting a specific group of people he is upset with. I don't have a problem with the Jewish people protecting their interests. I have a problem with black people not protecting ours. Please leave a public comment on my Facebook page and on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Again, I want to thank everyone for uh, listening to my um, podcast. Uh, I will stick around for about 15 minutes, you know, if people want to uh, interact with me and directly and come on the show and uh, talk about these uh, topics. We can do that. Uh, I hope that um, everyone that's listening will be able to participate next Thursday on our uh, 31st anniversary. Um, again, I don't want to be doing this another 31 years. That's why, you know, my film project is my last attempt on the real Um, Again, I'm putting my credibility on the line, everything. I'm just doing the best that I can to move this thing, move the ball, get the ball rolling, and for us to um, move this organization from behind the computer. I've been on Facebook for 18 years, um, so, you know, people know who I am. I'm not just on a a computer. Uh, People know who I am here in the city of Chicago. But again, you know, when you don't have, um, I would say, if you don't have the capital, then, you know, basically, you know, you really can't do anything. Bottom line. That's unfortunate. We see how bad things are getting for our people here in America. My thing is, I don't want to be bogged down with um, talking about American issues for the rest of my life. But I want to be known for, you know, trying to do something. So um, I'm encouraging all of my group members and people that's claiming to be um, Krakam members to um, do what you can in terms of supporting this film project. And also, please purchase my revised book. It's available in two forms. It's available uh, as an ebook for $9.99. It's also available as a soft cover book for $15 plus shipping and handling. I provide the information um, under um, Show Improve on my Medium transcript. It's also available on my YouTube um, channel. The link to my Amazon author page. Please support me so that way I can do my job. Because, truth be told, 
Ain't nobody's gonna come forward. I understand. Yes, it's it's risky too. You know, we go we going to these high crime gang and drug invested infested communities, and people, you know, don't want to be going through all that drama. But somebody got to do it. And again, this is our responsibility as black people. And again, I'm reaching out to our black immigrants here in the United States. All I'm asking you to do at this point is please purchase my revised book, share my um, videos, you know, with your friends. And um, that's all I'm asking at this point. Those of you that want to meet me in person, all I can tell you is to come to Chicago because I'm on a shoestring budget. I don't, I can't do much. Um, yes, I wish I can do a lot of things, but again, you know, everything, you know, is about capital, bottom line. Again, uh, I'm just doing the best that I can here, get this organization's uh, popping here in America. So when I come to Africa, I don't want to be wasting time. I'm just gonna, I want to be known for this business, creating the Grassroots Community Activist, Activist Institute of Chicago. That's what I want to be known for. I want to be known for this film project. I want to be known for the revised book, trying to do something to help our people. And I want to, my ideas to be put into action. Unlike Pan-Africanism, that was great. You know, I was exposed to Pan-Africanism uh, at a young age. And I talk about that in my revised book. And that was great, you know. Even um, Dr. Kwame, you know, he tried to put it into um, practice in Africa, in Ghana. And it worked for a while, but uh, unfortunately, it didn't last long. It fizzled out. Um, some parts, of, I think in South Africa, they still, you know, try to promote Pan-Africanism, but it's not across, you know, the African continent. So, this, the grassroots community activist movement, it started online back in 1990, 1991 on a site called Gopher. Because I got tired of, you know, about, you know, seeing our people, you know, going through all these issues and stuff like that. And God put in my heart to um, create my group online so that way I could reach a lot of people. But I don't want us to remain behind a computer. So I'm willing to take the first step and lead by example. I have my business plan for my nonprofit as well as for my for-profit business. Because so we're going to have two businesses. But again, I can't do all this stuff by myself. And besides, this organization is for our, our members. So that way it can be passed down. And that's why I want to go to South Africa so that way I can apply for dual citizenship to encourage my members to do the same thing. Apply for their passports, apply for dual citizenship if they can, if not apply for, um, I would say residency then, in an African uh, nation. 
Bring our talents and skills over there. And my brothers and sisters, mobilize them. And um, help build up the African economy. And then also we're going to expand to, you know, certain parts of the Caribbean as well as in Brazil. That's all. We have the spiritual component for people, um, I would say, that's spiritual too. Because that's very important and that's one of the most important parts of this business. Because Pan-Africanism, they took out um, the spiritual part of it. And I, I believe that's why it phased out too. But all of this stuff is geared toward us healing as black people, point blank. And for us to do better and learn from the past mistakes, you know, from other groups. So, um, with that being said, phone lines are now open. I'm going to again wait for around 15 minutes. If I don't hear from anyone, then that's going to, um, be, uh, we're going to conclude the show for today. But, um, Lord knows, I wish that I did have uh, Kanye's um, at least half of the money that that, that that brother has. Because I would be doing some positive things. Helping our people. Building things, productive things for young people and teaching them how to... Um, use their energy constructively rather than sitting up here marching and protesting. Building up our communities and also solving the problems within the black community. Encouraging our youth to uh, value um, you know, marriage, promote marriage um, through our films, create um, quality films that's gonna um, inspire uh, our people and others as well. And that's how we can generate capital through our films and stage plays and, and, and our businesses. But yes, it takes capital and it takes us to learn how to work together. So I'm reaching out again, you know, to our the black immigrant communities here in America. Those from the African uh, nations as well as those from the Caribbean nations. Get to know who Emmanuel Barbie is. Join this organization. Help me move this thing from behind a computer. Because doggone it, I don't want to be doing this another 31 years. If it was up to me, I would um, be in Africa. But this is where I'm at right now. And again, I'm on a shoestring budget, so I can't make any major moves anyway. And when I come to Africa, I want to make sure that I can sustain myself. And that I can provide jobs for my members. With that being said, phone lines are now open. 